0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Withering Effect episode 64. Today's date is September 26, 2020. And I am Duds or Duds Versus, known to the rest of the interwebs. And
1: I'm Jimbo. You may know me as Jimbo Slice 23. And today we have a special guest, our producer of the show, Carl. Welcome to the
2: show. Hi, guys. Great to be back again on the podcast, keeping you guys on track for a change. <laughs> Great.
0: Making us wear pants.
2: Yep, you've got to wear your pants, guys. I've told you about this. We also have another guest with us as well, don't we? Uh, what? Do we? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she don't get the message?
0: Jimbo doesn't read notes. He just writes them.
2: <laughs> we have our music master, Decoy, with us. Hey, Decoy, welcome to the show.
3: Finally. I'm finally here. Thank you. Thank you. We did it. We made time zones work. <laughs> for once. Yeah, really fun to be to be on again. It was a long time ago.
0: For those of you who don't know the behind-the-scenes thing, we've tried to have decoy on the show like three or four times now, but time zones do not work out very well.
3: I've been on before, but it was uh, one of the earliest episodes. Six mm-hmm. or eight or something like that?
0: It
2: was episode eight, yeah.
3: Eight, okay.
2: Ooh, yeah. OG. Back in the day.
0: We're, we're calling that uh BJ or before Jimbo. <laughs> Way to go, Jimbo. You have your own timeline cursor in the history of the Withering Effect. Called BJ. <laughs> like that. Caught BJ. Oh dear. And here's Carl going, Oh, that's at the eighteen fifty eight minute mark, and I have to edit that out. Yeah, that's getting cut out. Right. <laughs> Didn't we like do stuff in the week and stuff? Don't we supposed to
2: talk about that? <laughs>
3: Yeah, Carl is supposed to ask me, I think.
2: Decoy, what did
0: you do with this week? Oh,
3: I'm glad you asked.
0: <laughs> that was the greatest voice of all time. <laughs>
3: well, I I pranked Jimbo.
0: Yes he did. Spoilers.
3: It was last last week actually, but in the this week's episode. It was not really a prank, it was a nice gift, right?
2: It was a nice delivery. Yeah.
3: A new friend and something for you to to do in your downtime. Yeah, it's been a lot something of fun. Something to assemble.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I think I did it right.
3: Yeah, we'll see. And also I I got pranked as well on the it, we're talking Minecraft now, of course. Mhm. And uh the one who did it, I had I have this shop uh, on the Ripple Effect server where I sell bows. Oh yeah. And when you, when you buy a bow, you get free arrows. You can just uh, stand on a pressure plate and bows will rain down on you. But this week I found out that instead of raining down arrows, they were actually shooting down. <laughs> 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 Very evil. And uh, for one one moment there I thought maybe I made a mistake and I I placed the dispenser instead of a dropper. But it's actually, it was actually, yeah, the the one who who made the prank uh, boasted about it on Twitter, so we know who it is now.
2: <laughs> and he's he's laughing in our live chat at the moment yeah. as well.
3: Very b- big laughing face. It's Orbney. <laughs> our dear friend Orbny, and we will get back to you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> laughing in real life.
3: too. <laughs> but except from that, I've started to build a wall around my my desert village mm-hmm. and if you haven't seen that video i really like when you have double functions for for stuff so that is actually my sugarcane farm that will go around the whole village uh, so when it's done you can see pistons um, clipping off the the sugar canes and also um mine carts going round round and it looks kind of nice when it's uh, when it's finished i think so that will kind of encapsulate the village and uh, keep everyone safe and give uh, sugar canes the problem now is to get enough warped uh, stems mm-hmm. i don't know if you can automate that you can't right
1: uh no you can a tree farm
3: the tree farm that's the only way so build a tree farm and I will buy buy it from you. <laughs>
1: I've never built one myself, to be honest. Put a lot of stuff in a tree farm. They take
0: a while. There's definitely a way. It, the problem is the, bone, the amount of bone meal you would need to automate it.
3: Mm. Yeah. I think Etho made one with uh, TNT. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you need a lot of, of bone meal. But get get on it. Albany, your your mission. <laughs> <laughs> Build a warp tree farm. We need warp trees. Please. But uh, Carl, what have you been up to this week in Minecraft?
2: This week I have built a gold farm because I noticed, well, for several reasons really. Uh, One, there was a gap in the market in the shopping district. Um, So I filled that Uh, and already made some good sales. So that's really good. Also, I want to do some piglin bartering at some point. Uh, So I'm going to need gold for that. And also I have a mini game idea for later in the season. Ooh. And I'm gonna be using gold nuggets for um part of that game. Uh I'm not gonna give more than that away. Um but um yeah, so I've I've I'm gonna need a gold farm anyway, so I thought might as well build one now. Corner that market in the shopping district and uh get all that sorted out. Um I've also been over to my base area finally. And which is a mushroom island. And I've cleared all the mu- big mushrooms out of it and spent about three hours in replay mod cutting it all together. And um that's about it in Minecraft. That's all I've really got to do Oh, we've got a sale on. On wither uh, Witherheads in the Withering effect Studios stuff. Gim while taught. Yep, get 'em while they're discounted. You've got when this episode comes out, guys, you've got
0: one day left if you're on the server. See how desperate we are for diamonds that we're advertising it on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, this is, we're so desperate. <laughs> uh, well, other than Jimbo, Jimbo's the rich one of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Shoker box sells, man. That's a hot item. Mm-hmm.
2: I've only got 20 blocks of diamonds. Forget you, Carl. 20, that's it.
0: I'm pretty sure I have, like, maybe two stacks of diamonds at most.
3: Yeah, me too.
2: There's at least eight in your barrel at the moment.
0: Yes! I remember when two stacks of diamonds were a lot of diamonds. (laughs) That's very true. My problem is I came into the season going, you know what? I'm going to purchase a lot. I'm going to use the stores a lot more than I have in previous seasons. And then I find out I'm broke and I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I'm I'm making a good bit of diamonds, but I'm
1: buying a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Every time I go there, like if I need something, I'll go buy it.
0: Since what I call the flea market, he's got like everything in there. He
2: does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He tried selling it all to me when I was selling him an ender underpass.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I saw that.
2: I'm here to sell you things. Stop trying to get me to buy sand, except for gravel. If (laughs) anyone wants to sell gravel.
3: And warp stems. in <laughs> warp stems. Gravel and warp stems.
2: <laughs> <laughs> warp stems and gravel, that's the new market people need to get into. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, should I go with my week now? Go for it, Jimbo. Talk about my week. Uh, I had an episode come out today, Carl's episode came out today also.
2: It did, it did.
1: With the, uh, the mushroom Island and the it's a gold farm you did?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah you'll get to see the uh, decoys prank on my episode the reaction stuff I saw it as soon as I logged in decoy and I immediately <laughs> got the OBS up and stuff I didn't I didn't oh, get nice. on to plan to record but I heard I heard the melody and I saw the llama in the background <laughs> I was like yeah better record this but yeah <laughs> that's exactly where the video starts off actually
3: nice
1: I've done a lot of work on the bass. I just cleared last night the rest of the the blocks with the flying machines. Done with the flying machines now. I can go ahead and put those away, though I'm kind of addicted to it. I might just, you know, put a hole out in the middle of nowhere somewhere just for the fun of it <laughs> because it's it's very satisfying to run those TNT duping flying machines.
2: Are you just going to flatten the entire server? Is that your plan? Yeah. What
1: I'm just going to like... <laughs> Let them loose and let them just go, <laughs> just destroy everything. We're gonna have the trench run from Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's so easy. It's so easy once once you've done it so many times. So I I put up what was it forty? Yeah, I put up forty of them in a line in like a half hour. Like it doesn't take that long once you know how to build it and you have the blocks. You just throw it up. It's really easy. And then of course you got to make a return station. So that that's just a piece of obsidian, pretty much. It just sends it right back. Couple uh, a couple more things, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's it's really not that hard. So, but I'm done with it. I'll put it away for now. I promise. <laughs> uh, I just gotta I gotta reshape this this hole that I realized I miscalculated on. I made this obsidian circle right inside my base, the uh, the most inner circle and that's wrong. So I got to take out an obsidian circle. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, a 202 block diameter obsidian circle. So that's going to suck. I don't know why I was measuring 202 blocks. It's a it's an odd circle. So I made a 202 block. I don't know how it happened. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. But yeah, I got I got to got to get all that stuff situated. Besides that, I played Obby's game on the server. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to go into a dungeon, but I do have treasure, so whoever whoever
0: wants to trade for some treasures, I need a map to get to a dungeon. But that's it. I plan on playing Omni's game once I finish this episode. It keeps. I've been working on my episode for like three weeks now. I'm so tied up with real-life stuff that I haven't been able to finish it. It's finishing tonight. I swear to God, this episode is going out on Sunday. So if you guys are finally hearing this, this episode should have already been out for a couple of days by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, I think the last clip I recorded was, okay, so yeah, this is the midway point of me recording this room, and you're not going to see it again until I'm done, because <laughs> I'm just trying to finish this
3: episode.
2: <laughs> is that the end Paul? room?
0: Yeah. I, all I have to do is the floor, but the floor is a black fog effect floor. Okay. So I have to basically dig out the sides of the room again and then put a bunch of black concrete and black glass down. So
2: Good job we got that farm.
0: Yep. (laughs) Oh, Whenever you had me AFK for the store, I purposely AFK'd an extra double chest just for me, knowing I was going to do something stupid like that.
2: That's not stupid. That's just forward thinking.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. The AFK was forward thinking, but the... Let's well, just make an entire room black. It, it, that's stupid. I like black. It's fine. Until you have to dig up all the sand and all the gravel. Yeah. And then uh. put it all together. But the hard part is getting that dye. That That's true. Who wants to hunt squid? Oh, no. I see these people still making squid farm to get the black ink for dye and stuff. And I'm just like, guys, as scary as wither farms are, they are the much easier farm to build once you find the right location. And they produce way more items Mm and squid form can
2: and really for a single player like if you're on a single player world you can just afk it for like 15 hours and you'll have more black ink than you could ever use in your entire life Mm -hmm. so you know you just afk it once and then kill the
0: wither and then you're done right exactly Mm. like i said the one we built carl he's never gotten out he's blown the farm to bits multiple (laughs) times but once you get it focused on that chicken it's like okay well i'm going to go ahead and build the farm back now
2: it'd be nice if we could get some kind of like chunk loader or some way of keeping him aggro on the uh chicken you know loading and unloading chunks i think that would make it perfect but it's not well, i mean too bad
0: they have the chunk loader in vanilla now it's just a line code and technically we could do that and just have the chunk where the wither and the chicken is in loaded and because there's no one in that area, Endermen should never spawn, which means it shouldn't really affect the lag or AI or anything like that because it's just going to be in a wither constantly shooting one head at a chicken.
2: That's true.
0: There's that, but I don't know. I only saw us ever AFKing that thing three or four times and it would probably give us as much as we needed for an entire season.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> shouldn't need too much
0: more, really. I don't know. I'm going to need a lot, too. <laughs> I will teach you guys how to get the wither to stare at the chicken.
2: Oh, no. No. I scared.
0: I thought that was like <laughs> the best title for an episode I ever did, The Wither in the Chicken, and it was like my lowest viewed. Everyone was just like, Pfft, no one cares. about.
2: <laughs> no one cares about chickens and withers.
0: <laughs> uh, now, if I would have named it Wither Chicken, I bet you that would have gotten a lot better.
2: Yeah, that's the SEO you need on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I have mini game ideas now. Oh, dear. <laughs> you should all be scared. Oh, come play my mini game. It's got golden nuggets in it. Mine will shoot a wither at you, and you have to stand there as long as possible. Wither chicken. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, I couldn't think of anything I'd rather do less.
0: <laughs> Hop into the news, because we actually do have a tiny bit of Minecraft news. So Minecraft is going to PlayStation VR, which is, I guess, kind of big for playstation users i don't know anyone who owns a playstation vr No, they keep trying
2: vr don't they just like they keep trying 3d and mm-hmm. they keep trying everything else and it just doesn't work yeah it's it's nice but unless you've got like a really big area that you can like move around in properly vr it's just not really all that mm-hmm. you know unless you've got like one of those machines that you can stand on and it moves in four directions. So when you walk, yeah, you know you stay in the same place, but it's but you like walking. They're really cool, but you know then again it's getting really really expensive at that point. Yep, it's nice to go to an event uh, like you know um, CES or something and play with something like that. I'm sure it's really good at an event. But to try and do it in your own home, I just I just don't think it works that well, to be honest.
0: I could see VR for like training purposes, whether it's like pilots who are trying to train to fly big planes, but now yeah. they can do it in the safety of not worrying about how to crash or anything like that. Yeah. Like set them in this fake cockpit so they can still physically feel the levers and stuff, but have the VR headset on.
2: Yeah, that, that's a really good use for it. But I think home use, I, I think it's going to be a very niche kind of market. Mm-hmm. This is this is where everyone emails in and tells me that they all love VR now.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking about my kids that might sometimes need to be activated. And uh, they played yeah. VR uh, <laughs> uh, for, well, it was almost a year ago now on the PC. And, uh, you know, it's coordination, and you get some, almost like a bit of training.
1: Get some exercise. It's
3: exercise, exactly, instead mm. of just sitting uh, still all the time. That's that's a one, Th- that's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, like, just imagine, like, your base was a mountain, and uh, your base is at top of that mountain, and you have to jump every time the player jumps. You're probably not going to go to your base. Yeah. Like, ah, man, I, you know, I just can't make it up that mountain today. You know, as a <laughs> VR player. I don't know if that's the case. You know, it might be a button on your little
0: joystick in your hand. Yeah, but imagine switching to creative mode to fly up to your base and forgetting you can't fly in real life and you just fall into the coffee table. <laughs> yeah, or, like, hitting
1: your rocket, and go to fly, and you, like, actually... Actually jump hit your head off the plant fan. The <laughs> fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. That's what I see in virtual reality, you know, is me jumping and me actually doing this stuff. And if it's not me doing that stuff, then it's hard to translate it on the on the
0: television or through virtual reality. I agree. It's a very niche market and there are some games that are probably absolutely amazing in VR, like Beat Saber. That came out of nowhere to actually just dominate yeah, a lot of VR gameplay. Really cool. Um, I've thought about getting VR just to play Beat Saber. I was a fan of, like, the Guitar Hero and stuff mm-hmm. when that had come out. So, I was like, that could be really cool, but it's not worth $400 for so many of these sets to do just that. Yeah. I don't know. I would think I'd really like to watch a movie in VR. I don't know if that would make it worth it either, but just one time to see a movie in VR? Like, could you imagine Star Wars in VR? Wow.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that'd be cool. That's cool. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. But second bit of news, I am going to take credit for this. I'm going to have my credit (laughs) shared with Jimbo because he agreed with me on this. Okay, I'll take credit. He he might, after what I'm getting ready to say, he might say, nope, that's all you, take it. But they're changing the format of Minecraft Live. When we had found out that they were having another mob vote, I got on my little soapbox and ranted that the mob vote should be after we know what the update is so we can appropriately vote for a mob that fits the update. I think I went on like a 10 minute rant on this and uh, sure enough, they're changing the way Minecraft live is done. Now they're going to do the update first. So you don't have to wait for 45 minutes of kind of what I call filler. They're going to do that first. You're going to know what it is and then we're going to get the mob vote. So we'll be able to vote for a mob uh, throughout the rest of the show. And we can vote for something we feel fits better, which I'm extremely excited for.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Nice. Cause that was the issue with one thirteen and the Phantom, wasn't it? That mm-hmm. they did the mob vote first and we've chose a flying mob, and then they said one thirteen is the ocean update and we went, Well, if we'd known that we would have picked the ocean mob. <laughs>
1: yeah, there was an ocean mob.
2: Exactly. So I think they've kind of learned from that, and uh, clearly this show had had something to do with that decision. We're gonna we're gonna claim that.
0: Oh yeah, obviously, one hundred percent. Probably not, but we're gonna take the credit anyways. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we're, we're gonna get a message from somebody at Mojang like, "Stop doing that." It's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> stop taking credit for everything. <laughs> it's
2: like, but we want it.
0: I mean, you think about all the stuff we've talked about that's actually came true, and it's like, I feel I have a good pulse on Mojang as a company. If we're not influencing them, we're definitely guessing what they're going to do. I mean, I got the one sixteen update down within 10 days, by the way. That was pretty amazing, actually. I, I picked that number out six months almost in advance, right? Was it six months? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty close. And I got it down to 10 days. It actually came out on my birthday. Yep. And I got it wrong. And you still lost a diamond block. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, Happy birthday to me. Take your stupid diamond block. On oh, my birthday. <laughs> Anyways, now we're moving on to listener comments. And that's where Carl fills us in. Not really a listener comment, but <laughs> it was just
2: the kind of place that it kind of fitted within the show. Uh, We just want to let you know about how we are going to cover Minecraft Live. Uh, So there was a bit of speculation last week about how we were going to do it. And we've kind of nailed it down now since Mojang released their video uh, yesterday for us. Explaining that they're going to announce the update before they do the mob vote. Uh, So what we've decided is uh, Minecraft Live will start at 12 Eastern Time. And we will start our reaction in the live show channel for our milk level patrons at twelve thirty eastern time and there we'll also be recording a bonus episode for you guys what oh yeah jimbo you've got to do more work sorry oh okay <laughs> <laughs> uh as soon as that episode is given to me and it's edited and uploaded that will be released to our patrons all of them so even if you're not a milk level you will get that episode within a few hours of minecraft live i nearly knocked my water bottle over there <laughs> a few hours of minecraft live happening uh, then the next day the 4th of october uh, the bonus episode will be released to the public on our podcast feed and on youtube Uh, That'll be at the normal time the show goes up, which is 1pm BST, which is 8am Eastern. Um, So you'll be getting an extra episode um, the day after Minecraft Live. We'll be rerunning the mob vote from Minecraft Live to see what you guys would have picked if it was just you voting. And obviously Duds and Jimbo will talk about the different mobs and that on the next episode, which will go out as normal on the 7th of October and that'll include all the in-depth analysis of the announcements, Minecraft Live and 117, and all that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the takeaway is you're going to get a bonus episode with all the reaction from Minecraft Live.
0: And Carl made a fancy graphic so you don't have to remember all this.
2: Yes, so <laughs> uh, that that's already gone out as this episode has come out. Uh, it would have gone out on Monday, so that's on our Twitter account and on our Discord as well, there's a nice... Graphic that explains all of that to you. um Yeah,
0: it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for this year. Oh yeah, it kind of sinks because both me and Jimbo had decided like if it was gonna be near us, like we might actually have tried to go to Minecon Live. Mm-hmm. But obviously, with COVID and everything, we couldn't do that. It's 2022 now. Oh, they even put it off from next year. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I was cow. reading that
2: on on one of the blog posts. Um, they've pushed minecraft festival back to september 2022 wow oh man so we're not even going next year
0: well that gives us two years guys to become super relevant (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) basically for christmas give us to all your friends
2: yeah share the show
0: that's a good gift
2: share the show guys
0: this is probably the worst christmas gift ever <laughs>
2: i've got you a free podcast
0: well see all i can think about is that stupid meme where somebody's asking for something and the mom's like we have it at home and it's like the little kid going mom i want the spawn chunks and then the mom's like we have spawn chunks at home and it's the withering effect
2: <laughs> <laughs> like the O <old> brad version <laughs> i'm sorry this comes
0: from like uh was it a comment or a rating we got that carl shared with us i was like oh yeah yeah these guys are pretty good but they're not the spawn chunks and it's okay. like dang <laughs> we're not trying to
2: be the spawn chunks no we're trying to be something different
0: but they gave us full star ratings so i'm thumbs upping that good job that was bizarre <laughs> that's awesome
2: hey if you want to write a negative no i'm not going to say that
0: it really wasn't negative. It's it's the truth. We're not them. And Constructive. <laughs> yeah. const- or What is it? Constructive?
2: Criticism.
0: Criticism. Criticism. Yep. Yeah. I had yeah. it. I had it. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. Because, like, like you said, it really wasn't negative. It's like, yeah, we're not spawn chunks, but we don't try to be. And they gave us all the stars you could give us. So, yep. GG's.
2: I'm glad that they, uh, you know, you're not the spawn chunks. No, we're not. That's a good thing. Because then you've got two shows. Yeah. Different shows to enjoy.
0: I mean, let's face it, we're obviously close in the fact that we're talking about Minecraft and we're going to be talking about the same topics, kind of overlapping each other because we're both news related shows for the most part.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yes, we'll talk about the same things they do sometimes, but.
2: With a different perspective.
0: Yeah, we literally tried to make sure we don't listen to their show for like three weeks to make sure we don't say the same things they do. At least I do. I'm so far behind. I haven't listened to him in a while, actually. I haven't actually. <laughs> I gotta catch back up. I saw uh, Fwip was on there this past week, and that got me super excited. I didn't get to listen to it, but yeah, they had him on there. That's pretty cool. Anyways, uh, we're going to go to our Discord ad. If you guys want to record one of these ads, get in touch with me, Carl Jimbo. We'll hook you up with the script. We're actually needing new scripts and uh, new recordings because we're going to be switching up block of the week soon because we're we're running low on blocks. So we want to add some more to that. If you guys would like to record that, again, let us know. We'll hook you up. But this week's Discord ad is going to come from Rebel JC. Take it away, Rebel. What's
1: going on, everybody? I'm Rebel JC, and I would love for you to get involved in our Discord community. Whether it's voting for Block of the Week, sharing your thoughts and opinions on Minecraft, or just chatting with like-minded listeners, the Withering Effect Discord has something for everyone. Join today
0: by following the link in the show notes. All right, thanks, Rebel. And as a reminder, Discord is the place where you can get in contact with us quick and as easily as possible because we're always on discord and it's also the one place you can vote for block of the week awesome segue we ask you to vote for <laughs> the following three blocks target crafting and hopper and i'm blaming omni for that weird pause because he messaged and i tried to read it while reading the script at the same time and i couldn't do it
2: <laughs> come on dunce you know you know scripts you gotta you gotta concentrate
0: when have i like actually word for word read the script? In any episode, oh never! <laughs> <laughs> Just try to remember it every episode.
1: <laughs> so yeah, the choices were target block, crafting table, hopper. Mm-hmm. The winner this week is <laughs> Hopper. Congratulations, Hopper! Woo! And uh, it was a pretty big margin, I think. Yeah. Uh, target Block had 12 votes, Crafting Table with 9, and 35 votes for the Hopper.
2: Nice. I think the Hopper has lost, like, 4 votes or something like that. <laughs> so it's nice to see the Hopper
1: Like, 4 times, are it?
2: Yeah, it's nice to see the Hopper win. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I remember it being there, and it it, it got close a couple of times, but now now it's won. So uh, a few things on the Hopper I have here. It's crafted with a chest and 5 iron ingots. Mined only with a pickaxe. It'll break if you don't use a pickaxe. Cannot be found naturally. Uh, Used to catch items, item entities, or to transfer items into and out of containers. Has five inventory slots available inside of it. A hopper can be used as a container, as a crafting ingredient, and as a redstone component. And a hopper makes all AFK farms possible. Put that on the end there, because that is a fun fact. You cannot have an AFK farm without a hopper. Watch me.
3: Think about it. Very small farm with a ho- hopper hopper cart. It's still a hopper. You, you still, still a hopper. need a
1: hopper. Okay. Yeah. You cannot store anything in a chest without a hopper. That's the thing. Nothing can be AFK. Let me beat your farm
0: without a hopper. You can have a ton of foxes in the area and they'll pick up the items.
2: That seems very oh inefficient. Hey, you
0: didn't <laughs> yeah. say efficient.
1: You just said possible. I was thinking of something, and you gave me something. So, I mean, I can't argue with you.
2: Fair dues, fair dues.
1: So I Though, I mean, what happens with the foxes have these items. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you kill the foxes. I didn't say it was an efficient way of doing anything. But but what would pick those items up? The foxes. If you kill the foxes, it makes it on un- afk You're at the keyboard to
0: kill the foxes. Well, if you go AFK and on a farm and never come back, why pick up the items? It's, it's on a farm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Right.
1: <laughs> Let <laughs> me have my wind. Jimbo. We're confusing ourselves. Okay, I'll give it to you, but you know what I mean.
0: Hoppers yeah. make AFK yeah. farms Hoppers possible. are probably the greatest redstone there is. Yes. Yeah. And I'm. It's, someone's going to yell at me, it's the dust that's the greatest. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Anyway, so it was my job to fix, quote-unquote, the hopper, which, which is, again, kind of hard to do. It's been around for forever. It, its purpose is great. So I had the idea, we have a minecart hopper, right? And the best part about the minecart hopper, other than being able to suck items through solid blocks when it's on a rail, is it's double speed, because it has to be quick to, uh, to be moving and pick items up, right? So there's a lot of people who are using minecart hopper, mine hoppers in weird ways just because of the speed alone. And the fact that you can put a minecart hopper on four different hoppers and get an equal distribution in four different ways. Yeah. My idea was maybe you could create, instead of a regular hopper with iron, maybe you can create a diamond hopper, which will give you a normal hopper, but give you the speed. Of a minecart hopper. Ooh. Because the worst part about minecart hopper is it only goes down, right? You can't make it point outwards. Yeah. Yeah. So what if you could now point the hopper before? um, My other idea was a double hopper, which would be a hopper that has basically two outputs. And whatever goes into it, it would equally split. It'd be like, okay, left side, right side, left side, right side, left side, right side. It's not one of those Ooh. things where you'd have to fill a chest with two hoppers underneath it and you know, no, it would do it like that. And that could be a cool way to distribute items also. I like that. Yeah. Um would be kinda hard to work it. The debug stick. I wish that was a vanilla thing, because it would be perfect for stuff like that. Add one more idea, but Carl also had the same idea, so I'm gonna let him say it
2: yeah you hear filter slot may be a bit overpowered, so this would be mm-hmm. um where instead of running a comparator and you know the usual sorting system, yeah you'd be able to put an item in a slot in the hopper or maybe a few items in there, and that would be the only items it would accept, so it's like a filter built into the actual hopper itself, yeah it would make. Farm storage, a lot, not not easier, because those systems aren't hard to make, but they are ugly. So if you've got a farm uh, that's out in the open, say, for example, the Ender Ender, and you want to filter out heads from the Ender Pearls, or you want, if you've got a data pack on your server and you want to filter out the sand and the gravel and all that kind of stuff, you want it to be as clean as possible because it's out in the open. Mm-hmm. And if the hopper was able to have a filter within it, you know, you wouldn't need any more blocks. Um, and yeah, I, I get the fact that that might be a bit overpowered, but what about if for every hopper that has a filter in it, you have to craft a hopper and then craft it with a never-right ingot to give it that ability? So for every hopper you want to have a filter in it, you have to get go out and you have to mine ancient ancient debris and you have to make a never right ingot from it yeah i'm good with that craft that with the hopper to get that filter ability so it's it is a little bit op but it's also you know something you have to work for and if you've got a farm that takes say eight items you've got to go out and get eight neverite ingots to make that work
0: yeah yeah because that way you could still use the old way if it's not that important yeah but if it was really important to you to have it look a certain way, and you, for the most time, that's really just, I ran out of room at this location, but I need a filter here. I could see that.
2: That's literally the issue I had at the Ender Ender, was I designed it and then totally overlooked the fact that so many enderpels were going to come in, and, it was, and the heads were being voided. Mm-hmm. So I had to add in this system where you know, it drops all the ender pearls out to allow the heads to come through, and it's it's not an efficient way of doing it, but I physically can't put in a filter for the heads within the redstone for the ender ender because it's so far down in the world, I don't have enough blocks to be able to do it. Yeah. So without rebuilding the entire farm, I can't put that filter in. So if I could go out and I could make... I'd need 20 of these filters so go out and get 20 netherite ingots and craft filtered hoppers Mm -hmm. then that would be the solution and i would go and do that to fix the issue that i created you know so i think i think that could be a really cool way of doing it
1: and a lot of people when they would start a project that has to collect and filter all these items Mm -hmm. they probably don't have the netherite and they're probably like screw it i'm just going to do it the old way anyway
2: Exactly
1: you do have those two options yeah yeah i like that fix there was there was something a long time ago Obney mentioned about having just a hopper tube it, it'll let items pass through it but it's just a tube kind of like how if you were to stick a hopper in the side of something the bottom of the hopper turns and faces into that mm-hmm. block that you're pointing it into that's what the hopper tube would go and uh Okay, this is J-Man's idea, not Obney's idea. But yeah, uh, just maybe a chest with maybe two iron ingots on either side could make one of these. You know, not, not the full hopper. But uh, yeah, you can just run that tube from one to another. And these hoppers, they won't be... What's the word I'm looking for? I know it kind of searches for items above it. And it's doing that with every hopper it's searching. Maybe the tubes just, like, run it all the way through, straight through in, like, a second, run it right through all the, the hopper
2: pipes. So you'd use that in the nether where you can't run water streams? Is that what you're saying?
1: Anywhere, actually. But, yeah, the nether would be a good spot. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. They never said mentioned anything about it going up, possibly. I mean, if you face it up. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. It might need a little bit of balance, but hopper pipes. I kinda of like that.
0: Decoy, I know you're not much of a redstone guy, but there is there anything about hoppers you'd want to change?
3: Sometimes annoying when you put water streams going over hoppers mm-hmm. and the items get stuck in the It's it's fun as well to figure out how you kind of uh, steer the items before they go over the hoppers, that they are at the exact right right, uh, side and and so on. Mm -hmm. But maybe, yeah, that's something that I could see changed.
0: With the new water mechanics, items shouldn't get stuck in hoppers. They should float on top of the water now. So you might be safe there. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, if it gets too low, though... It does still happen. Oh. Uh, Because I had that with Enderpels. I had to raise the water level up by one um, to get it to flow properly. So I think if it gets below sort of like uh, a quarter of the block, it does still get stuck in the hopper.
0: Gotcha.
3: I'm looking at the chat. Orbany suggested a new instrument when you place a north block on top of a hopper. That could be cool. That could be some.
0: That'd be
1: cool. What noise would it make?
3: Some something metallic, I think.
1: Metallic drum, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, steel drums.
3: Steel drum. Do it already. Go. Steel drums. Yeah, yeah.
2: There you go. The hopper was worth waiting for on block of the week, wasn't it? We got loads of <laughs> <there. laughs>
3: I was
1: also thinking one change I would like to make is them not being spawn proof. I hate how mobs spawn in these hoppers. That's you true. You can put. Yeah. You can put a beacon beam through it, so it's transparent. Why are they able to spawn on these things? I don't like that.
0: I didn't know mobs could spawn on hoppers. Yeah, they're spawnable. I always thought because it's redstone, they wouldn't spawn because mobs can't spawn on redstone.
1: Nope, had that issue. It's my witch farm.
0: So dumb. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, and they're not even technically a full block, right? Because you can fall into a hopper. Right.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Dumb. Pretty dumb. Should we get into the main topic for the show? Yep. So this is a kind of recap of how we got started. I know we've talked a little bit about it here and there. I guess I have to kind of start with that, right? Because this show was my idea. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was your idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like talking about myself. That's the worst part.
2: You're responsible for, these, for this. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> okay. So the whole you're not the spawn chunk thing, that's where this comes in handy. Because the show started because I was listening to the Spawn Chunks. And I went, you know what? That's a really good show. I really liked Spawn Chunks. And I went, there's not a lot of Minecraft podcasts out there. So this could be a void that I could fill. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. And then I made the mistake of saying, it's easy content. It's like an hour of recording and then I'll be done. And that was the... Dumbest thing I had ever thought when it comes to the podcast. The The podcast takes a lot of time, even though we're not constantly working on it. You've heard me and Jimbo uh, say this multiple, multiple times. Coming up with topics is extremely difficult, especially when we try not to overlap topics. Right. And we didn't want to be, or at least I keep, like, I don't want to be a top five, top ten where we just randomly pick out minecraft things and go top five trees in minecraft it's like oh no please don't Ooh,
2: which one would you not have
0: (laughs) it's birch obviously
2: hey my entire floor in my base last season was birch is that why you never visited me
0: (laughs) yeah and so i go back using the spawn chunks as kind of a guideline because it was really good and i knew you'd Want to talk about the news, because that's the most exciting part of Minecraft, is what's coming next. So we have a news segment, but I wanted it to be just a group of people hanging out, talking. More of a round table kind of feel than just news. So we made sure we had as little scripted as possible, especially considering I can't read the scripts to save my life. Mm-hmm. And I can barely read. <laughs> Jimbo can barely read. But yeah, so I got with Bank, and I was like, hey, do you want to help me on this podcast thing? He said, sure, that would be great, or whatever, but I was still kind of putting it off. It was just kind of one of those, like, that would be a great idea, but I'm never going to do it things. And I needed a name, and it kept being brought up in live streams. Hey, when are you going to do this podcast idea you keep talking about? I was like, oh, when I have a name, it's going to be no big deal. And then I believe it was Omni who mentioned the name Withering Effect, in the live stream. And I went, oh, that's too good of a name not to use. (laughs) So I guess we're doing this thing now. That's kind of the very beginning. I was getting ready to do all this. Carl was like, Hey, I want to help on the show and I'll do the stuff you don't want to do, which was mainly editing and doing the social media aspect of it. It's like, perfect. I hate Twitter. Let's do this.
2: (laughs) Community management.
0: We like mm-hmm. to call it. <laughs> One, we came up with the name digital producer for you because while you're not technically a producer on the show where you like tell us what to do when it comes to, hey, you need to talk about this topic now or yeah. the show needs to lean more in this direction, you're not that kind of producer. But when it comes to the digital content, making sure things sound good, things look good, that's all Carl, like he, all the little mm-hmm. ads you see and everything – he sends it to us, he goes, does this look good? And we're like, thumbs up, or I put a taco in there, and we go with it.
2: A taco is good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a thumbs up. Yep. Yeah. If you see a taco from Duds, that, that's like double thumbs up, but I'm too lazy to find both thumbs up, so I just put a taco. If I give you a taco
1: with Duds, that means I was too lazy to look for the thumbs up, <laughs> and then you just get a taco.
2: Going back to saying, you know, it's easy content and that. I think, you know, obviously we're very much mistaken on the amount of time that it takes. I think all of us are kind of constantly thinking about the mm-hmm. show yeah, in some way or another. Yeah, uh, but You guys are thinking up topics. I'm thinking, when am I going to run out of blocks?
0: Well, let's not forget the random times we go up to Decoy and be like, hey, we want to use some new music in this section. Can you throw <laughs> yeah. something together? And we're like, don't worry, you got like two weeks and decoys like three hours later. Here's the first run. Yeah. And it's like 10 times better than anything we would have thought of.
2: And I'm like, Aww. "Decoy, I'd like some music and I don't know what, but it's in my head. Can you make that? Please?
0: <laughs> yeah. And he does. It's brilliant. It sounds like when you ride a bike tire on a wooden pallet <laughs> and <laughs> then he throws down this masterpiece and you're like, yep, that's Bach.
2: That, that's it. Yep.
3: Well, I have, I have the ESA job. It's uh, usually much uh, faster, but it's fun. We kind of have a a theme. Mm -hmm. Actually, you, I don't know how much I can spoil, but you asked me for for some new music the other other week, and I played that for my youngest son, came in, and I asked him, what what do you think? And he said, yeah, it's good, I like it. And it kind of has that decoy flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he, he, he hear, hears me all the time listening to the podcast while I make dinner, and then he hears the, the theme, you know, so he could sense that oh, it's it's the same same kind of music. So it, it's the, the withering effect, the kind of music theme that we...
2: Mm-hmm. Melody. Yeah, it's got the same kind of vibe to it, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's very catchy. And the music, to me, was one of the more important things, so... I knew I had Carl, and that was going to make the show look presentable, and then I had you, who made the show sound professional And the fact that we had intro music and stuff like that. It wasn't just us popping in and saying hello to start with, or whatever, even though my mic has basically been total crap till about three weeks ago.
1: If you guys haven't heard the whole version of our song, I don't. is there a place to find the whole version of the Withering Effect theme song?
2: There is, yeah, it's called patreon.com slash the
0: withering effect.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. You gotta be patron. Yeah, I think
0: patrons get it. Was it three dollars a month? Three dollars, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's so catchy, the whole tune. Mm-hmm. Like the, the melody at the beginning of the episode kinda gets you going. But yeah, there's so much more to it. It's it's really cool, really catchy.
3: I think I, I have it also somewhere on my channel, but you have to you have to look it up mm-hmm. in that case. In that mm-hmm. video where I show how I made the music. Yeah. I think I have the, the longer version in mm-hmm. there as well.
1: Nice. Yeah, you guys should definitely check it out. Yeah.
2: And you got the first um, the first version you did in there, which was really good as well, and then kind of how it progressed. That was really mm-hmm. interesting to see like how you went and um, got all the Minecraft sounds and put them yeah. into the same melody and You know, it came out as what we have now, and it's just amazing.
0: It's totally incredible. And I'm going to respond to Omni in the live chat saying that was a shameless plug. It's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We actually talked about our Patreon before we record. Like, we've not taken a single dollar out of that account yet. It's basically been reserved for emergencies in case somebody has a breakdown and they don't have the money to fix it. Or we want to go to MineCon and someone needs a little help getting some airfare tickets or something like that. Also, Albany,
2: shameless plugs is my job. So.
0: <laughs> we know he's just messing with us, but we want you guys to know, like, we, don't, we really don't make any money on the Patreon. It's literally just there for special needs and stuff like that. And those of you who have subscribed and stuff, thank you so much. Like, it really does mean a ton to all of us. For sure. Yeah. Um I guess that kind of, well it doesn't really bring us to the present. I mean, we have what is it? Last year around Christmas, we ended up switching over to uh Jimbo as show host. Yeah. Me and Bank had some creative differences and he decided to step away, which is fine, but it left a spot for a host. I know I needed a host. Me just talking by myself is too hard to do on my so I can't read a script, guys. <laughs> I'm struggling to put together words right now, (laughs) so me doing a show by myself would just be absolutely horrible, and those of you who have been listening regularly, we went through what, four or five episodes with a different guest to try to fill that role. That was such a nightmare to schedule. And while some (laughs) of those were just actual regular guests, a couple of those guests were like behind-the-scenes tryouts and that's what Jimbo's was. I don't think we told Jimbo that it was like a tryout.
1: No, I didn't know no. it till 2 seconds ago.
2: Yeah, no, we
0: didn't. <laughs> and then uh, that's what it was. And um before Jimbo got picked, I will say I offered the role to Carl, and I said no. Yeah, immediately, nope. <laughs> Carl understands how much work goes into the show. He probably does the most out of all of us, but he would end up being doubling down. work so he was just like not gonna happen
2: it would have got to the point where i wouldn't have enjoyed working on the show yeah because of how much work it was and i didn't want that to happen
1: so you guys went through the list and like all the way at the bottom who's left unchecked was jimbo and you're like
0: oh i guess i actually believe i believe it was carl who mentioned you like as soon as he said no it was hey why not jimbo his episode went well Yep. And it worked out in the fact that you were the same time zone as me. So that meant recording would be easier on both of us. And your mic quality was already where it needed to be, obviously, because of the ripple effect. Yeah. And mic quality was huge for us. Like we didn't want anyone because Carl was already spending hours editing. So we didn't want another person with a horrible mic to then put more work on Carl. Right. So once you joined, it was my mic that was the bad mic I had to (laughs) upgrade. Yeah.
2: But no, Jimbo, you were my first pick. Yeah. Number one draft pick. There you
1: go. (laughs) I just had to check and make sure I wasn't doing any work. Like, I'm not
0: doing any work, right? No, Jimbo, you don't have to do any work. Just bring a note. I think that's exactly what you said. Like, am I going to have to do anything for this? It's like, no, you just show up and record, man. (laughs) Yeah, you just talk. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I got to show up too.
1: Uh,
0: let me think about.
2: It. You got to read two scripts. That's all.
0: And guys, Jimbo does do actual work now, so
2: yeah, we're messing with him.
0: We're <laughs> yeah. messing with him. If I can't come up with a topic, or if I'm busy and I can't fill out the show notes for the week, Jimbo immediately jumps in there and knocks him out. He's the majority of the half stack show. If you're a patron, he does a lot of the topics for that and everything because topics are so hard give us more topics guys <laughs> they are hard mm-hmm. i mean just
2: us before the show today trying to come up with topics for the pre and post show was took what well, we we spoke for like an hour and we didn't get anywhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much
0: <laughs> basically i feel sorry because stone figure was sitting in there waiting on us because i said yeah around two o'clock and decoy said yeah let me just eat real quick and i went okay that's perfect timing and then Yeah, it was like three-something where I was like, okay, we really need to get into the show and start recording. Yeah.
1: Best part is we got us all together. Got us all together here. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk about the show and stuff. With a big event coming up.
0: Yeah, 1.17. Mm-hmm. That should be a lot of fun. But that brings us to where we are today. So uh, the second part was we were going to talk about the future of the show, where we wanted it to go from here. Honestly, I'm going to go with, I didn't think we'd average more than 30 listens a week. I never, in my mind, could see us getting over 500 listens a week like we do now. Yeah,
2: it's, it's crazy. Mad. <laughs> well,
0: when you look at the other podcast, um, they have at least one show host or somebody connected to the show that has a established community somewhere else already. Mm-hmm. So they can bring people over, which is awesome for them. Like, they obviously worked hard to get that community in place and everything. We had a community, but it was it's nowhere near established. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think at the time of the show starting, Decoy had our highest subscription count, and it was just over 120 subs or something like that. And Decoy's not a show host. He's just the music guy. And so he gets his name mentioned or whatever, but it's not like his community's actively seeking us out for a thing to listen to. Then we had Jimbo come on. Jimbo, you hit 300 subs on YouTube this week.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I did this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> G- GG's are. that. On
0: I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Nice, man. It's awesome. So, we've steadily have grown all together. Decoy, you're over 1,000 subs on YouTube now, right?
3: Uh Yeah, 1,800, I think.
0: Good Lord. Oh, nice. <laughs> you You want to share some? Lonely Duds and Carl here. <laughs> I'm crying, man.
2: <laughs> Basically, guys, everybody who listens to the show, go to the show notes and subscribe to all of our YouTube channels, and we'll we'll hit, you know, 500 <laughs> very quickly.
0: <laughs> to go with Omni's saying they grew up so fast, yes, exactly. I That's one of the more things I'm so proud of, is when I started Comicraft decoy joined with maybe 50 or so subs jimbo literally started his channel at zero and to see because they're so good creatively and they make such great content to be able to, to know that they started almost where i was and they chose my community to put a foothold in there it's it's i get a kick out of it it's great. I always referred to Comic as the YouTube diamond in the rough. Cause while we didn't have a ama- like big name crazy content creators, our little group of content creators were very good. And you look at Bank, Bank started on Comic too, and I don't think half his videos get the recognition they deserve. Yeah.
3: No, really. Yeah. Also,
2: we've we've all we've all kind of stepped up our videos for season three. Mm-hmm. Everyone one of us and, and everyone on the server has, you know, stepped it up with production and, mm-hmm. you know, editing and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I've started using the replay mod and now I'm using it every episode pretty much. And it's really sort of from the first time I used it where it's just a pan across to my latest episode where there's loads of cuts and things in it and you know that's been really fun to learn as well and i think everyone's mic quality has improved over the years and editing has improved and everything like that so mm-hmm. if you guys have never watched any of our videos please go and watch you know one of our latest episodes and just see the kind of content that we're all making and you know if you like it then that's that's awesome um but yeah we've we've all we've all done a lot of work to get to the kind of quality we are now both with our youtube and with the podcast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to get to 64 episodes of the show is something i'm i know duds didn't think we'd get to and i didn't really think we'd get to either so it's really nice to be here
1: i knew the whole time (laughs)
2: Jimbo was
0: like, I already knew. Jimbo's like, I'm here. I got this. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) Yep. I remember sitting down and recording that first episode going, okay, this is a lot more work than it should be, or at least I thought at the time should be, and there's no way this is going to last 10 weeks. Here we are, 64 episodes later, piling on, and to me, my biggest the moment that stands out in my mind wasn't even on recording when it comes to the show. And it was having Wells night on cause Wells night is such a cool guy. But when he broke down microphone setups and what we should do, or at least what I should do to get better quality, I dropped everything and went out and purchased a new microphone setup because I trusted his, uh, his words to the max. And sure enough, yeah. Carl, do you have to edit my stuff much anymore?
2: You know, little bits here and there, but not as much as I used to have to edit. Mm. I mean, you can have a motorbike go past and it doesn't even pick it up. Yes! That's the kind of quality we're at here. Yeah. And I just want to say with Wells Knight, the fact that he took the time after recording two hours of content with us to spend some time with you guys and
0: going through mics and stuff is really
2: awesome.
0: Yeah. We were in chat for, what, an hour and a half after the show? Mm-hmm. Very cool dude. Yeah, he was really cool guest. Uh, what about you guys? Do you guys have any moments that kind of stand out? I was a I was a
1: big fan of uh, Logical Geek Boy before he came on. Um, I remember when he first started, it was his uh, Road to Hermitcraft series it got changed. But yeah, I started watching him back then, and uh, even, even like his first videos and people were, you know, downplayed. Hey, man, you have to be more exciting. You have to do this and that. And then I watched him, like, change and stuff and how he became the person he is now. And he's got all these subscribers. He's he's always been good at what he does. That's what I enjoyed his content for. He's really innovated with Redstone and the way he uses it. And uh, it was just cool to have him on. That was probably, I mean, Wells Knight, of course, was... You know one of our biggest guests, but talking to logic, you know it was pretty surreal also
0: yeah, it was.
2: we've all gone through that, haven't we? I mean if you go and look at any one of our first episodes, you know we sound completely different to what we do now, <laughs> you know you all mm-hmm. you all start with that kind of monotone kind of kind of voice and mm-hmm. and that, and then you you know you you get into it and you make videos and you get better and you talk more and and you get. You know, you you convey the enthusiasm that you have inside to your viewers or your listeners that may have not have come across before but was always there, if that makes sense.
0: hmm Yeah. And the monotone thing was something I was hoping we could avoid with the podcast, because like you said Every person's first YouTube video, for some reason, it starts out extremely monotone. Yeah. And when it came to the podcast, it's like, I don't want that to happen here because... Thanks, Suze. Way to make noise during this episode. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Susie, Yeah. It wouldn't be an episode without her deciding to do something stupid. Like, that time, she literally just stood up, shook, and then laid right back down. But with no visuals really because we have a youtube channel and stuff but there's not a lot going on there i knew that the sound had to be good and given the fact that at the time i didn't have the money to spend on upgrading microphone setups or everything like that i made sure the co-host bank at the time had good mic setup which he did and we could talk freely back and forth me and bank could do that. It it was an even flow and it wasn't so much like we were trying to talk at people. It was just two people chilling out talking Minecraft back and forth. So the idea of the whole round table experience what came in like if I could full on record the show how I wanted, it would be all of us in a room sitting at a desk talking to each other in real life. Obviously we can't do that with us living in different continents, but that's how I want the show to feel every week. So hopefully that comes across in the show.
1: Yeah. And I think we're starting to develop that better mm-hmm. the more we do it. You know, usually when it comes to crunch time, it's time to record. It's usually, you know, you have its butterflies. It's, oh man, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want to mess up. Now it's kind of like, all right, let's do it. You know, let's just do the show. It's a lot more easier.
0: More, more you practice, the more, more you get better at it. And I can say every time we mess up the script, to me it it's a good feeling. And Carl's just like, "You're mm-hmm. you're just saying that because you keep messing it up." It's like, yeah, <laughs> but it loosens <laughs> us up some where we don't have to feel so rigid. Yeah. So when I hear Jimbo mess up the intro, and I'm just like, "Yes, okay, now we can get going." <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's been multiple times where we've both messed up pretty bad where we're just like, "Okay, stop. We're gonna start over."
2: When you mess up scripts, it it's it's real isn't it yeah yeah you don't want to sound like we're reading we you know we we cover the news but we're not you're not reading an autocue you know it's not that kind of show
1: for example like at the beginning when i you know introduced myself and i asked duds what have you been up to this week that's what it says what have you been up to this week duds i try to make it different and then I sound dumb when I mess up the words every time I try to change it. So lately, I've been I've been just reading the script. I'm like, screw it. Yeah. What's that say? Okay. I, but yeah, I used to try to change it a little bit to where sometimes it wouldn't, you couldn't even tell what I was trying to say.
0: The only parts that are truly scripted are the first sentence of basically every show. Because that's just us introducing ourselves, getting the show name out there, the date we recorded. For me, the date we recorded is very important because we record on different dates and the show goes out. And we have people saying, hey, why didn't you talk about this Minecraft news in this episode? It's like, yeah, well, if you listen to the date when we first said it, we recorded this three days before that news came out. So that's why it's not in there. And we wish that was different, but we're all adults that are working jobs and That's kind of how we have to do it. And then the end of the show, the Patreon, the outshow, those are scripted to the max just because Carl says, hey, we got to hit this, this, and this to make sure Mm -hmm. people understand like this is where they can find us. This is where you can give us some ratings to help us out. It's like, okay, that makes sense. We want people to know every time that, hey, we're going to be here. You can count on us being here and... And I'll never remember that. Right. I'll never remember. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> well, I, at at one point, I was trying to be fancy and do the whole change up wherever Carl could find the show or put it wherever it should be. At one point, I've stopped doing that because I'd constantly mess it up. So I've just, we could probably delete that part of the script because I don't think I'll ever go back to doing that because I just, I kept sabotaging myself.
1: It was really cool. When you're doing it, it is it is kind of hard. You got to pick a new place every time. Right, that's a thing. It's got to be relevant to the show. So yeah, I can understand why it'd be difficult to
0: to do that every time.
2: Yeah, I, n- I noticed that. I noticed that went away.
0: I'm sure you do. You probably listen to like every line of the show at least two to three times. Yep. So <laughs> do indeed. Decoy. Is there any moment from the show that kind of stands out for you?
3: Um, I don't know. I think it's the the mix. Of uh, one week, it's really down to earth and you kind of talk about your Comcraft, how it started and how you played in this little nice community. And the next week there is a, you know, world famous Minecraft player or developer. And that, that also kind of feels natural. Mm-hmm. I just uh, love the, the mix, I think. Laid back mix.
0: Very true. It's strange to think that these big name guests we've been having on the show lately are really considerate with their time and coming on. and They're not acting like they're bigger than us in any way. They're just like, yeah, you love Minecraft? I love Minecraft. Let's talk about some Minecraft. It's so cool. Yeah, all guests have been really nice, mm-hmm. really willing to work with us. It's been cool. Even our rival former rival i, I don't i don't think we can call the void frogs technically rivals uh, well uh, q might q might want to have uh, <laughs> we love those guys um yeah yeah we had a lot of fun we did it, it was very cool because they're way different kind of show than we are which was awesome and i got on them
1: about like doing the news all the time and uh the, the way they record, they record ahead of time. You know, there's no way they can get the news out. Oh, that news is three weeks late. You know,
0: that wouldn't be ideal for them to do, so. You guys question our, you question our two to three days in advance doing the news. Where These guys are recording like a month to a month and a half in advance. Advance, yeah. Our
2: scheduling to get, because their episode was recorded like a month before. Our episode was recorded three days before, and to try and get that, all that scheduling to kind of line up in that week that we did was more work than you imagine.
0: It was more work than the show.
2: but I'm glad it came off as it did, because I think that was a really good, good kind of c- crossover collab kind of thing that we did with them. That was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'd love to do more of that.
2: Pixel Rift, send me an email.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I ha- I have an idea for another one but that's something I'll say in my back pocket because I haven't mentioned okay. it to you guys yet either. So I'll wait till I talk to you guys about it and then we might mention it.
2: Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm looking at the time. We're kind of over by about 10 minutes. So I think I'm going to go ahead and say before Jimbo reads us out, a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Croc, Stone Figure, The Official CCL, Vipress, Tuna, and YDYT. If you too would like access to the exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect.
1: And thank you, Carl and decoy for joining us today. It's nice having you finally got us all together.
2: Being a pleasure as always.
3: Pleasure. Yeah. Nice.
1: If you like this show, you can share it with all your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple podcast, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach out to more listeners. If you would like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at effect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord, where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links
0: are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jim and myself and also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be and where it shouldn't. And the main music you hear is (laughs) done by our amazing... Uh, I've lost my spot in the script this is why I don't do the thing (laughs) you did it this is why I don't
2: do it I was very (laughs) tempted to change your script as you were reading it just to mess with you but you did it on your own
0: (laughs) the amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only Decoy everyone's social media info can be found down in the show notes you guys have been awesome thank you so much for getting withered with us special thanks to Carl and Decoy you guys should probably go drink your milk now bye See you guys. Bye.
3: Goodbye. Hey, door.